Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. The show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous, and the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 462 of Lave Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Defire, uh, Chief Archivist of Lave Station, otherwise known as Colin Ford. And joining me in the Orange Sidewinder Bar for this episode, we'd like to welcome back our Head of Health and Safety, that'd be Ben Moss Woodward, otherwise known as Commander Aid Levice. Yeah, I'm not doing anything healthy or safe. Hey! Excellent. And that voice was the staff liaison officer of Commander Psychic, otherwise known as Claire. Hello, darling. It's all right. Oh, dear. Someone's getting a star in already. No, uh, what? I just said a word. Holy shit. No, no. Every time, everyone, as soon as you just say darling, everybody else just goes, ah, that's Daria. It would, it would be, a, it would have to be a, um, it would have to be more of a, more of an accent and more, hello, darling, that kind of thing, you know, that, that would be where I would be. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, we finally have our SRV Banksy, that'd be the wonderful commander, Alec Turner. Oh, ye of little faith. Here we are, the other side of update 17. Yes, we are. Now, if you wish, you can join us live. We are hanging out in game, in open. At, uh, whereabouts are you, Ben? Because you're going, you've, you've gone off the beaten track, haven't you? Oh, I, I'm currently going to be playing around Alex Spire, as we call it. Um, mm-hmm. I can't claim ownership. Now, you you might not claim ownership, but I I am you know, I am picturing this as entirely yours. Oh, please don't. It, it's 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 very it's very girthy. It's quite oh, no. tall. It's kind oh, of tapered well towards the top. You might need to see someone. It's, it's, it's got some pointy. It's got some pointy bits as well. Oh dear. Yes, Jesus. it's got it's got nobbles all this on the side. Yes, okay. Right. Anyway, moving on. Strange yeah. growths on the side. Fuck me. Yeah, and as as, <laughs> as 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 Chris points out, it does spew interesting gases. In anyway, the anyway, anyway. Let's move move forwards. Yes. So, but if you can't get in game to to see whatever 
Ben's getting excited about. Uh, you can always join us in the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through radio.com slash live. Click on the live chat or go on straight to twitch.tv slash live radio. Over there on YouTube, Facebook, and XE Twitter, Twitter X, whatever the twattery, twittery thing's called these days. Anyway, so we'll just quickly go around the crew, see how they're doing. And with hesitation, I will pass over to Ben. Um, hello. Yes, um, I'm good. I've been. I finished my second Baldur's Gate playthrough. Uh, that was that was a lot of fun and things like that. Uh, very very emotional, even the second time round, and knowing exactly what's going on. But hey, ooh, it's, it's a, that's a spiky boy. Leave me alone. Ow. Ben's getting hyperdicted. I, I I I am getting hyperdicted. He's not just I'm randomly getting... talking to something in his no, house. I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing spanked by a glaive. Oh, oh yeah, that's never fun. Yes. Yeah, Ben's yeah. about to mm. see the rebuy screen, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm probably because I'm not on a fast ship at the moment. Doesn't matter. I'm a, I've uh, got a fast ship. It doesn't matter. Really. Uh, <laughs> I, I have escaped glaives in the past, but not in this thing. Mm. No, you 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 tried to outrun a glaive. Oh, and oh look yeah. at this! It's what five or six scouts oh, have just turned oh, up and joined them. Like do you have any? Do you have any? Yeah, because it's hit you with its frame shift drive nullifier. Do you have a um? Any weapons on your ship in order to be able to I, I, attack I, I, it and kill it? I'm, I'm not going to. I was not even going to bother trying. Okay. Enjoy your rebuy screen, my love. I, I will. You're so kind. Thanks, by a glaive. That should be a nice subtitle for this week. Talk, talk, talk amongst yourselves while I piss off and leave you alone. <laughs> right. While well, I uh, run away. Well, while Ben struggles with the glaive, as we all do, we'll move over to Alec. Hey, I escaped. Fuck you, glaive. Don't count I'm your chickens. For your I think he's just disengaged again. No, it's not. Oh, no, it's no, fine. No. I, I, I've escaped. It's fine. Ye of little confidence and all that malarkey. I just don't I've... believe you're capable of being able to deal with this. Well done. 98% yeah, I, 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 I escaped. I'm fine. It's all right. Congratulations. Um, yay! You are, you are still breathing oxygen. That is a good sign. Uh, so what have I been up to? I, I've been yeah, I, I've been doing lots of things with real life. Um uh, yeah, lots of things with real life. Finished my second thing of Baldur's Gate 2, and I'm now flying out to large pointy objects, and I want to see what is going on here. Apparently, apparently I can land on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we will be discussing this in depth later. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that's it, that is... Yeah, no one really gives a shit about my real life, so box that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> And I've done... Oh, one thing I have done, because I've not been playing many video games, I did watch all of Miss Marvel in preparation for the Marvels, and I'm watching Good Omens, which is absolutely amazing. Good Omens is incredible. then. Yeah. Oh, my God, Good Omens. Miss Marvel's good as well. uh, And I love the part where um, David Tennant was up in Edinburgh. Good good Omens. Oh, Um, my God, season two of Good Omens has... Lives yeah. rent free in my brain for so many different reasons that I'm very mad at it, and it I'm very true. mad. I'm very mad at Neil Gaiman, and I'm <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to season three. To season three, yes. <laughs> please, please. Yes, it, it, it is. It is very good, and I'm very mm, much enjoying it. Incredible. Me and my son have adopted the "I'm sorry" dance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Uh, all I've got to say is that he's got to dance that a lot more than I do. So, you know. hey. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to actually quickly say, I believe 
on Twats, we are drop. We have drops. We do, we do. have drops. We, we do yes. have drops, but but we are on other things as well, and we might have some. We might have some other other things and places and stuff as well. So don't feel obligated to. Watch I can see page. a glimpse of purple on your anaconda. In fact, you have the drops I, on this oh, very ship. I, I, I am. I, I am sporting our lovely drops right now. Um, oh, actually, we're a, getting a, a nice slideshow anyway. Ain't they um, lovely? So, so yes, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sporting the the lovely, the lovely drops, which is one of the reasons why I'm in my anaconda. That good, isn't it? It looks a bit yeah. like the. It looks like a bit like a big bar of Cadbury's chocolate. The last year's one was um, purple, but it had pink bats on it. Yeah. I obviously preferred that one, but it's still <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, this one I quite. This one, this one's working for me, and it's got like the different shades of purpley, purpley pink. Because I think the. The end is a bit pinky, um, but yes, it's very nice. And yeah, as Carl said, we, we have more later. Well, no, we'll just get it out the way now. Then we've got ten of these lilac and purple drops to give away, um, or well, they're actually you just watch and you'll get them. Uh, so yeah. there's the the purple anaconda as shown by uh, shown by Ben. So you, you love know, my purple anaconda, Colin. Okay, and there's the... Oh, sorry, it's Lilac. Yeah, there are other... Yeah, it's Lilac. drops are available. Yeah, Lilac and Purple Demon Cobra, Mark III. Uh, We've got the uh, Lilac and Purple Demon Asp. And surprisingly enough, you've got the Lilac and Purple Python. Yes. Try saying that three times quickly. What, you're going to pop out your Purple Python again? Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know, I think... Still got it. it. Yes, I was, I, we were waiting on that one, but let us let us move on from the. Um, well, it's not even a double entendre; that is a quadruple entendre right there. But uh, okay, Alec, hello, hello. I'll keep it brief because we've got an awful lot to talk about tonight. I did mm-hmm. some real life uh, in game. I I finally broke my habit of. Um, I got rather addicted to time trials. No massive surprise to anyone, I suspect, but um, I really had <laughs> got myself in a bit of a rut. Um, it's funny with time trial racing, like it's not about beating the time above me. It's about, I have a perfect run in my head that I know I can do. And it's just trying to get one perfect run where nothing goes wrong. And then it doesn't. And you think, I, I know I can do it. I know I can do it. Anyway, I finally managed to break my rut and I decided to go and visit Seoul so I could be parked in it for the update. Um, and it was quite nice, actually. I haven't been to Seoul for a long time. So I took some screenshots over good old home mm-hmm. uh, and did some missions just to keep myself amused while I was there. And it was quite fun, actually. I haven't been to a mission board for a long time. And I just did some random missions and it was quite good fun. I might try and get back into doing that uh and then i woke up there uh this morning yesterday morning i've already lost track of time and of course nothing much had happened but hey ho and then more about what i did do later excellent um okay psych it your turn hi um i i got out of the house again again it's becoming a habit um well, two uh, weeks in a row i know i've been out of the house two weeks in a row i went out on saturday and sunday wowzer um and went to um just go we took the dog out for a little bit went and had a walk we we had really lovely weather over the weekend it was really really nice so we um we made the most of it and took the dog out to some um, some places went to see we've had some friends come down from scotland so we went to see them and do all of those stuff so i i I barely played like 
any video games over the weekend. So it's been it's been quite nice. I've been um uh, like balls deep in editing software for the most part, doing um doing bits and pieces. Um uh but gaming wise, it's all in Cyberpunk, um, Baldur's Gate and Elite, because there's a lot going on in Elite and it's fucking phenomenal. Um and yeah, yeah, that's about it really for me. Keeping it short. Excellent. Well, I'll I'll keep in the the same vein, so to speak. Um, I got completely and utterly hacked off with Elite uh, this weekend. I almost rage quit, and that's mostly due to the glaives. Um, I, I actually had a bit of success this time getting close to the Titan, and I would have I would have damn got those pods if it wasn't for the fact that um, the the clipper that I'm using the the uh, the mining drill thing just didn't seem to go in properly, which kept on bouncing everywhere, which was really frustrating. And then I obviously I got caught, uh, but then next couple of days, just trying to get to the Bloomin' Titan in the first place and getting glaved and glaved and glaved, you just go, okay, you win. You've actually made me not want to play this game. And then I thought, right, okay, I'll just get over to Seoul see what happens when uh, update 17 drops and uh, just left it there. So um, on the, uh, if everybody, if anybody wants an arm update, I've almost got full mobility back. Amazing. Um, I still can't use a joystick because the one thing that I can't do is, is the, the yaw action, uh, the rolling, uh, because that actually still hurts. So, yeah, that's that's where I am at the moment. So let us quickly go through what uh, <laughs> the devs have said this week. Quickly, mm-hmm. quickly, are we going to do it quickly? Are we? Well, let's be honest. No, <laughs> we won't. <laughs> I was I was going to say quickly move on to what the devs okay, have said. Okay, okay. It, it came kind of came out the wrong way. Everything does on this show. It's fine. <laughs> so let's. Let's have a look. Um, right, let's. We've had quite a lot of news this week, um, so let's get the bad stuff out of the way first because there's a lot of good stuff. But let's just get that bad stuff out of the way. Um, at the moment, we'll just have to say Tara to Derin because um, he is leaving Frontier. He is he's he's moving on to uh, further past uh, new pastures. So when when we caught up with him at ECM, he explained to me that he'd been working on Elite Dangerous for seven and a half years. He could have got a PhD in Elite Dangerous. <laughs> it's quite a long time, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so we just want to say thank you to Darren and uh, uh, wish him well for the future. Uh, unfortunately, the, the things at Frontier are not looking very rosy. Um, due to the latest performance numbers that have come out, uh, they're going to have to make cuts. And uh, and I'm quoting this. Um, it's, they are looking for a reduction in annual operating costs of up to 20%. The cost reductions will be achieved through recruitment freeze, spending cuts, and unfortunately redundancies subject to consultation. Um now this has been happening all over the tech sector at the moment. We've had people, uh, Nvidia, and uh, you know we've had companies uh, dropping developer roles left, right, and centre at the moment. It's been quite a quite a shocker for over the last couple of weeks because you suddenly hear 
such and such has lost 800 jobs and uh you know epic has, has just fired 800 people and things like that so there is a downward tender uh, trend at the moment in the tech industry but i think we all know at the moment that frontier has been struggling for the last couple of years they um let's just say there's been a couple of about three how many of you say three in a row that have been quite well poor performers i mean years or updates uh no three three releases that doesn't seem to have what are you suggesting the or the what what are you suggesting on those three because i oh, like it's, the, it's the, like... the two war the two um f1 games for sure yeah and odyssey um actually i the, the I was... foundry stuff i wouldn't even count as re- like full releases or anything mm, i was going to say that the um what they actually had uh, real problems when Jurassic Park 2 first came out. Oh, right. yeah, I suppose so. Because that's that's the first time when the share price started to really tank. And Wasn't then, that, was that not bef- before Odyssey, though? Yes, when it that was. Came out? Yeah, so, you know, things things have been on a downward trend for the last couple of years. I mean, um, most game companies got overvalued when the pandemic happened because mm-hmm. everybody was thinking, oh, great, um, that's going to be the future electronic you know games that that'll keep people happy but of course the pandemic doesn't go on forever thank god yeah and it turns uh, out people are as fussy as ever about you know these people still uh read reviews and play the game and decide if they like it or not and we're not we don't get any less discriminate i don't think so no um it's quite ironic really because as people know i've been playing the f1 game and i've actually been quite enjoying it the yeah the 2023 yeah. version is a heck of a lot better than the 2022 yeah, but that that's not difficult. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it's not being great to be. Uh, of course, the the upshot of all of this is that you can just imagine on the forums there's going to be a whole lot of more doom mongers going on saying, "Ah, look, we told you so." It means Elite okay. Dangerous is going to be cancelled for sure. Blah blah blah. But um, it, it doesn't. It don't they go on? Within that that statement, do they not go on to say that they're they're focusing on their current portfolio? Yes. Am I okay? So you know, reading comprehension. Also, 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 elite will come to an end one day, and when that day comes, it doesn't give the people who started saying elite's dead five years ago the right to say "told you so." <laughs> it really doesn't. It does so. It does so, Alec. It gives them justification. <laughs> See, I told you in told 2018 you. that you were supporting a dead game back in back in 20, um, 2022, I commented on one of your YouTube shorts saying that it was a dead game. Now in twenty twenty four, I am coming back to tell you how correct I was after you had two whole years. <laughs> Not that I'm talking from experience or anything, not at all. Yeah, um, it's <laughs> yeah. It, uh, let's let's be honest. It, um, when you you get a share price drop of that much, then uh, in order to keep the the company safe from hostile takeover bids, you're going to have to do something that makes the market happy. And unfortunately, even though Frontier still remains a very cash rich company. Um, it's it, it they, it's all down to perception, and that perception is you've got to do something about it. So yeah, um, so that is the the bad news. Um, of course, we wish anybody who's been caught up in the consultation, and um, 
unfortunately redundancy uh, the best because I've been through that a couple of times. It's not pleasant, and you know, but I have managed to get something decent quite quickly afterwards because that's the nature of IT at the moment. Even though there are jobs being lost, there are a lot of jobs. There's still a lot of demand for developers, whether or not games or not. So, yes. Anyway, uh, that's that's all the bad news, right? Bad news gone. We've got update 17. Yes. So let's, before we get into, we're going to leave all the, all the discovery bits that we've, we've found uh, to later. Um, but Ben, what was this? Uh, you, you seem to be quite excited about this, this thing about the aim assist. Yeah, I, I might've been, I might've been turned off for a bit. I didn't even know it had aim assist. I didn't know the game had aim assist, but yeah, uh, as, yeah. as Psychid very rightly, yeah, I was originally going, we don't need no stinking aim assist in our no, game. No, 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 that's not what you were doing, Ben. Ben, that's not what you were doing. You were going, wah, wah, yes. wah. That's how but, it sounded. But is that exactly what it was? Because I'm not a fucking console kitty. What do I need aim assist for? If so, but, what is aim assist? It, it, okay, so aim, aim assist is when the game goes off and cheeses you shooting at something. No, no so uh, aim assist will help you. If you point at something, aim assist will help you um, direct your aim towards it. So, for oh, it's example, like pinballs, then. yeah, yeah, if you're using a controller or something like that, or uh, more specifically, if you don't have, if you're not super accurate in your in your movement, it's exactly like gimbals to some extent. But if you're not uh, super precise with your movement, it allows you the freedom to continue to play the games that you enjoy. Right, yeah. and that's exactly where I was going <laughs> because you were totally, you know. I have I've always seen aim assist as well. I'm not surprised console kiddies need it for playing Call of Duty because using a gamepad, you can't fucking aim anyway. I've seen so some people do amazing with stuff that. with gamepads. It's insane. Sounds quite cool. Um, so if I turn it on, am I going to be able to hit stuff when I'm running? Possibly, possibly, Alec. Brilliant. But you very, very, very rightly said it is also a massive benefit to people who have issues aiming, and that is that is so right. And it's just I something think, that I never even dawned on. I think they put it in for me specifically because, you know, I, I needed aim assist over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> exactly, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's um, aim assist has been added. I take it this aim assist, aim assist is has for... always been there. Oh, has it? It's always been there. We've just now got a button so we can toggle it off and on. Oh, right. So, you, so it see, used to be an option... Yeah, we've now got a binding for it. Gotcha. It used to be an option in, in, in the options, and now we have a binding for it, so you can go and say... you know, And I think the, the scenario for the bug was, I'm trying to snipe somebody, and the game yeah. is moving my bullet to where they are and not where they're going to be when my bullet gets there. Stop moving my fucking bullet. Oh, I see. It's not a very smart aim assist. It's it's. So that's what they were. Yeah, you know, that's that was the bug in inverted commas that they were fixing. Okay. Uh, but it, it makes a lot. It makes a lot of sense why it's in there, and I think it's a, it's a good thing. Um, and I, I think it's a good thing as well for that. If you are able to aim and you still, but you still use it, you might want to toggle it off when you're doing longer shots so the bullet doesn't move. Mm. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, moving on from there. Um, They've also announced that the planetary delay was not being calculated. Um, I'm a bit lost on this. Anybody Does know anyone what the... know? What... Yeah, I don't know what yeah. this is. 
Does that mean they've no had, idea? Well, they've worked out what the, the D night is on the on. The, well, on no, it doesn't because I was I was in Earth, I was in Sol like Alec was earlier, and you know it was eight in the morning UK time, and over in America daylight was up in in game. So it isn't that, whatever it is. Interesting. Yes. Maybe we should if you just know ask. what planetary delay is, right into... Info at laveradio.com. There you go. <laughs> and we will actually read it. Now that I've remembered what read it. it is. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> um, yes. Another one. Missions to restore power to settlements in Thargoid-controlled systems now have more varied text to help better distinguish... Dis- oh, good grief. <laughs> so this, there was a special thing with this one. Yes, the special thing was that it had highlighted letters mm. because Sally is an absolute darling and she does shit like this. Ooh, I know it was coming. It, it, it that's exactly what it said. <laughs> um, the main question is what? Well, seventeen, I reckon. I, don't, I think it's just a little. It's just a little bit of fun, isn't it? I don't yeah. want to read too much into that. I don't think um, there's an it coming in in the game i think it's probably just update 17 <laughs> or it could be a wave of thargoid uh, yeah or a general a general expansion. sense of doom and dread at the thargoid's menace yeah as a, as opposed to the usual doom and dread you get whenever you logged onto the forums ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear um now, I didn't notice this, but they say they've changed the audio soundscape for the main menu. I did. Yeah, I tried... it's very I odd. didn't notice it. Yeah, I didn't know. I noticed it. I thought I noticed it when I watched Psychic's stream and you mm. switched the game on. And I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. And then when I switched my game on this morning, I thought, I can't hear anything mm. <laughs> which is interesting. Maybe it depends yeah. where you are when you log out. I was at Seoul. Maybe it was all very cosy at Seoul. So, what have they? What have they done for those who haven't noticed it? Then Isn't they're just a bit of more sort of menace, and ooh, things are thargoidy. Things are going bad. Think things creaking are going scary, really bad. Isn't they like creaking and groaning and so, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, one last thing though. Um, unfortunately, for all those who are wanting to try CQC, that CQC bug is still there. Um, Apparently, don't have any plans to look at it either, which is a bit of a uh, yes. That that didn't go down all that well with the uh, guys over at the CQC Discord, I'm afraid. Um, so yeah, that's a lot of development news out the way. Um, they have made an update that they are changing their Halloween stream uh, to a week on Monday. So that's it was going to be a week on Tuesday, apparently, a week on Tuesday, but they've they've going to move things about. Uh, apparently, this is due to um, scheduling. Anyone else got any favourites from the patch notes? Um, yes. <laughs> Go on then, so I can um, watch yours. Colon. Where is it? Hang on. It's colon. It's a colon thing. Um, fixed. It's a fixed an issue um, where uh, I can't see it because I was just like DMing someone. Um, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's like the news, um, gown, the news panel would just say the word colon as opposed to anything else. Also, oh. I have another bit of information. Come okay. tomorrow or at some point, but by this time next week, I should have an answer for you as to what exactly planetary delay means. So just excellent, just to let you know. 
<laughs> Excellent. I, uh, I, I had a moment. I had a momentary heart attack with the um, head tracking currently disabled. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> you know, the minute I read it, I was like, "You have got to be kidding me!" I can't play the game without head tracking. But luckily, it's only um, on foot. I say luckily, but there are people who quite like head tracking on foot as well. So, um, I feel bad uh, that's, that's one thing I, I really got. I I don't see why you need it. Well, the thing is, I don't. The, the thing is, I, 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 and I think m- many, many people do this. Is um, you can just have a little binding on your joystick or keyboard, which temporarily turns your head tracking off. And I do that when I go on foot, because you can't aim for shit or mm. touch anything or interact with anything because your dot is all over. Your center dot is all over the place. Yes. But if you actually just want to wander around and look at stuff. You know, if you want to walk forwards and look right while you're doing it, it's quite good for that. Um, so it's, yeah. So for people who are doing that, you can't currently walk forwards and look right, apparently. One thing that I am relieved that they, they've fixed is, um, you know how sometimes you, when you went to uh, the bases and you talked to um, some of the mission givers and they had black dead eyes? <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's apparently been fixed. Sally says that they've been feeding them space carrots. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's good. Um, also, Frontier have started a competition. They have. Yes. At the moment, there is in progress the Halloween two-sentence horror competition. Um, if you enter this, you could be in a chance for winning an MSI curved gaming monitor. Um which is a yeah a G three two one CUV four K curved gaming display, which sounds awesome. I'd enter it myself if I hadn't already got one. But <laughs> yes, you've got the competition closes on the twenty second of uh, September. Uh, you basically come up with a two sentence horror story, uh, and you tweet it to them with the hashtag Elite Halloween or Elite Two Sentence Horror, uh, and post uh, and post a reply to that thread. Or, or post a reply to the thread where, where this has all started. So, yes, um, two sentences. That, that's worse than a drabble. 43 entries so far. Actually, 42, I guess, if you discount the OP. Which you, know, you just flood it with a, a what's a drabble? <laughs> Comment. <laughs> Mind you, that's a long time ago now. <laughs> Showing my age. So, yes, that's... Uh, I th- I, they haven't sprung us with anything else, have they? Any other competitions? Not that I know of. No. I do feel bad for the um, the guy whose English is not his first language, and he's written a fantastic story, but it's about three paragraphs. Oh. <laughs> and then poor old Osric has had to chip in and say, great story, but I'm afraid it has to be just two sentences. Well, so you just, just, like this. just use a lot of commas. Yeah, just abbreviate it. Get the gist of it. Lose use a lot of commas. <laughs> that's what I thought he'd done at first when I read it. I thought, wow, that's imaginative punctuation. Yeah, just to clarify about that that two sentence horror, is it the twenty second of October? Yeah. Yes, it is. Cool. So you've you've got you got about five days. Cool. Well, cool because you said September, so I'm thinking <laughs> we might be. Yeah, you did. We might be a little overdue. Oh dear, painkillers! I blame it on the painkillers. Right. Um, okay. So let us move on to the community news. Well, as you can imagine, there's quite a lot that we'll be discussing later about update 17. Um, but at the moment, we have um, 
something called Elite Dangerous Introduction by uh, Abley Reviews. Yeah, I threw that one in there. It's mm-hmm. um, it's quite long. It's about an hour long, but it's a guy who uh, seems to do a fair bit of YouTubing, uh, general gaming YouTubes, and has finally turned his attention on Elite Dangerous and really just does um, a walkthrough from scratch. It's just one of those nice videos where, you know, he literally starts parked on a planet and talks you through every panel in the HUD and, you know, he, he sort of takes off and talks to you about the flight controls and then he gets into uh, Super Cruise and then he opens the Galaxy map and explains, you know, Galaxy map, system map. And it's just it's just one of those videos where once again you're reminded just how much there is to Elite Dangerous when, you know, when you watch someone really try and tell a new audience everything about it, it's like, geez, <laughs> there's a lot to say. Yeah, so it's about an hour long. Yeah. And he barely scratches the surface, to be honest. Well, I know you need a lot of time to actually just get under the under the. Uh... Yeah, I enjoyed it though. It's a nice intro, uh, and it's I quite like watching intros. Well, a very popular YouTuber called Never Knows Best. He also did uh, a uh, a YouTube um, which was an in depth look at all space exploration games. So he's obviously started with Starfield because that's the the one that's peaked. Uh, the latest interest in it uh, and covered No Man's Sky. But he did spend the majority of his time um, discussing Elite Dangerous. Uh, Elite Dangerous doesn't come out of it 100% good, but he's it, he kind of got a mixed message. He said he enjoyed playing it. He yeah. said he got the right, it gave you the, an immense sense of scale. Um, there was the usual criticism that this it's very, very difficult to start off when you've got no idea what you're doing. You know, the, you know, the, the uh, good old um, inverted learning cliff. Yeah, yeah. He, he has quite a hard time at the beginning. Uh, he takes some missions and things that don't go well and he can't find stuff. And, and you know, he, he makes a point uh, is, is that, that there's all yeah. sorts of... Um, there's all sorts of things that the game could tell you, but I I got the impression my 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 takeaway was that it was almost almost his favourite, given the subject matter of space exploration. I think with the other games he he felt they rather oversimplified space and compressed it for reasons of gameplay and making it friendly. And and Elite was the one game that um, gave him a true sense of space. And he he did do this thing where he decided to take himself to Sagittarius A. Um, and he realised he wasn't going to get it, get there. So what he said to himself was, "Right, I'm going to fly towards." He, he knew about hyperspace jumps. He's not just yeah. flying, and yeah. So he's jumping towards Sagittarius A in a in a fairly bit of a beginner ship, and he decides he's going to do it for an hour and see how far he's got. And it's great because he, he does it for. In fact, he does it a little bit over an hour, and then he zooms out on the galaxy map, and he's gone like one pixel on the galaxy map. And and he was really impressed with that. It sort of left him, I think, with a as as it does me and many others, a profound sense of the scale of space and the galaxy and our universe as, in a as, very real sense. As I constantly point out, Elite Dangerous is the closest thing we've ever got to the total perspective vortex. Yeah, 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 <laughs> very much so. There's also, uh, um, people can read this at their leisure, but there's also an interesting forum discussion I linked. Um, somebody posted this video, you know, kind of not my video, but this one's good sort of thing. And then the discussion following it was quite interesting. There's some really nice ideas in there from, I forget who now, sorry, um, about 
making more use of passenger missions so that while you're taking passengers, not only getting passengers to take you to more sort of variety of places than just the tourist beacons, you know, yeah. get them to take you to Thargoid barnacle sites or Guardian sites or um, INRA bases, or but also on the way have them, you know, Tell you things, you know, when you start the game and you get a little tooltip at the bottom that says, you know, in one sentence, it tries to give you useful tips like don't forget your torch or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you could easily have passenger missions that say things like, um, I wouldn't mind getting, I, I know passengers already do this. I wouldn't mind getting some beer on the way. If you go to a nearby station, you can land at a commodity market and buy things, you know, just have passenger missions tell you stuff. I thought it was a really nice idea. He gave some great examples. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there was some there's some things he did mention, but one of the things that um, I must admit, the one criticism that I did have in his video is that he stuck with the sidewinder for most yeah. of the time and doing all that evaluation, and was wondering why why are there so many videos which I find that how to make money in Elite Dangerous, and that's where I got all this money. What do I do with it? And I think he missed the point that in order to get the best out of the game, is you've got to buy the ship that will do what. You, yeah, that he was very he was very anti looking stuff up. He really wanted to try and do it in game, so he didn't like the idea of looking stuff up, and he also didn't mm. like. The, the, I know what he means about the videos. The, a lot of videos are focused on how to get rich quick, and he he I think he wanted more videos that said, "What do I do? How do I enjoy this game?" <laughs> we can't tell you that. You either get it or you don't. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah. Ah oh dear, but yes, never knows best. It, uh, it was it was an interesting take, uh, but I ended up, I ended up writing a three paragraph comment in the YouTube. So I, I really got to stop doing that. <laughs> Just let it go. Colin, we <laughs> should know better than going into the way you YouTube comments. <laughs> YouTube comments are a cesspit. What even worse than the forums? Ooh, yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Yes, because. Um, the forums are full of um, adults, like legitimately full of middle-aged men who are angry. <laughs> um, YouTube is full of just, um, oh, what's a, what's a good way to describe it? Um, uh, the um, manifestation of something that somebody trod in, which uh, um, a horse might have done two weeks ago and has t- spent the time festering. That's what YouTube comments are like. Oh, why didn't you say it was and, uh, Andrew Tate wannabes? You are that too. Yeah. Anyway, right. <laughs> and, and as Shay mentions, the forums are actually moderated. Very valid point. Mm. Yeah, it's up to the YouTuber himself to actually moderate any comments, isn't it? Yeah, and you see it before before you delete it. <laughs> Not that I actually uh, get any comments on my YouTube. To be oh, Colin, uh, go for uh, um. Gang, I go follow on some of my videos. They go were, they subscribe were to me. Colin on go to go subscribe to Colin it's on not, YouTube. It's, it's gang. not a pity. It's not a go pity and thing. go and subscribe to Colin and comment on all of the stuff that he does. I have to go and comment on his videos. Let go and go and go and say Lave Radio sent us here. I've had people selling me things on in my comments and inviting me to meet some Russian brides and things like that. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Uh, X Pain just said he dies a lot. Yeah. I think at the last <laughs> the last couple of streams, I think it was 15 fatalities of my own, thanks to Glaze. 
I know. That's n- that's an awful lot of clippers. <laughs> yeah, but I, no, I don't deserve it until I start doing some proper top shifts again. To be honest, it's I've I've let it I've let it lie too long. I think <laughs> might get back into it, but it'll, it'll it, it's I've got new video editing software that I haven't got my head around yet. So yeah. Anyway, can you um, what you're using? Uh, what's it? Movie? What was it? <laughs> No, there's man looking up stuff on the internet. Let's move on. Uh, right, the story of our wedding rings. <laughs> this is quite lovely. It's lovely. Really. Is it worth reading out? Can I, can I go, on, for it. go for it? Right. Yes. So this appeared from uh, Z Cold on the forums, and there's a fantastic picture of these beautiful rings, one of which has a, a gem in it, and one of which has an engraving of an Asp Explorer. Um, so the story goes as follows. And I did ask the guy, and he he was entirely happy with us um, featuring this. About oh, cool. eight years ago, I was exploring the galaxy of Elite Dangerous. My aim was to find and mark, with my nickname, an Earth-like world. In the end, I did it in my Asp Explorer. Uh, he names the planet. I won't read out this long <laughs> series of, of letters and numbers. Um, this was one of the greatest feelings in my entire gaming life. But my personal life was in ruins. Years have passed, and I couldn't find the one. To be honest, I couldn't find any normal girlfriend. And last year, in the darkest moment of my life, fighting a genetic illness and still fighting it, the universe gifted me with my now wife. We matched in a great many things. At some point, I found a pair of rings, one with an astronaut and one with a planet, gem, and a star. I gifted them to my girlfriend with a story about um, how she was my exoplanet, my Earth-like world that I've been looking for for so long. She really liked this story. After a year of relationship, we got married. We decided to keep this romantic story in our wedding rings. So on my ring, you can see the blueprint of the Asp Explorer, and on her ring, there is a blue topaz on one side to represent a planet, and an orange citrine, a star, on the other side. They are made from titanium. So, never give up. I hope that everyone will find their partner at some point and will be as happy as I am now and will be. Oh. that nice? Yeah. It's always nice when you get one of these stories where it's always darkest before the light. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? They're really cool rings. Mm, they, they do look very nice, actually. Ah. Well, I, I guess moving on from there, um, Commander Orange Phoenix. He's got his monthly race meet, um, and that is at Wolf 1060. Yeah. The I threw Indian this in. Meet. It's been and gone. It's been and gone. It was last oh. Sunday, but has I, it? Yeah, it oh. has. But I wanted, okay. I wanted to mention it because I we get people in Buckyball and elsewhere asking about is anyone doing canyon racing? You know, live ship to ship racing. Um, mm. which we don't really do in Buckyball. We're more time trial focused. We, we'd we like to, but we never seem to get around to it. So for anyone who does want to jump in and do some uh, canyon racing in ships with other commanders or SRB racing around bases, um, Orange Phoenix does these regularly, uh, once a month, twice a month, can't quite remember. Um, and they, I think, are nearly always on a Sunday morning. So I guess if you follow him on Twitter, it's probably the best thing to do. Orange Phoenix. Uh, and watch out because, yeah, he, he organises regular meetups. Excellent. Yeah, I really ought to get involved with that more because I remember Scorpius used to do T10 racing. And that was, yeah. that was a laugh. Yeah, no, they're really good fun. Yeah, I've, I've joined in a couple. They're great. It's not quite the right time of day for me, but, um, yeah, they're really good. Oh, and you can find him on Twitch as well. He live streams it. Excellent. Um, Oh, we've got more from the high wake. <laughs> Elite Dangerous auto launch. 
It's the high week. What going to say? They're always a giggle. Classic. Yeah. Um, some as always, some great little in jokes there. Really good. I, I, I was flying my cutter out under autopilot, and it did exactly that. <laughs> Does anyone uh, understand? I feel there's a joke that, that I'm not getting. There was an umbrella propped up in the cockpit, and I felt like that was a nod to something I wasn't getting. I don't know that reference. Okay. I'm sure it's not there by accident. It's definitely there for a reason. Claire, quick question. What can I yep. do with nerve clusters? Um, electrocute it. It's a this, nerve, this, isn't it? There should be Bonds four. There should be... There should be four. There's something that looks like a grind pad, like nearby to yeah. it. Yeah, um, okay, I see. So uh, if you if you um do like turn off all four, you can um. Can you go in? You can't. There's not an in just yet, oh, but there's like, like there's, there's platforms. There's other platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, there should be two more on the platforms. I think there's one yeah. up to your top left, and then one I think directly below it. On the platform, or like on the platform below, yeah, yeah, there's four. They're timed, and you have to get them all within a specific time, and then um, Mm. you get you get something else. And I'm not going to spoil it for you. Okay, you got you got to play the Chucky Egg game now. I was going to say it looks more more like Mario. It's really fun. Really fucking fun. (laughs) Chucky Egg or Mario for younger people, (laughs) because Chucky Egg came before Mario. Um, on the subject of something that's, that's rotten, if you're not careful, um, don't vote for him, baby, which is basically, L- is it LCU? No, fool like one, singing again. Singing yes. again. Yes. Okay. Um, on the 15th of October, 3309, a day before the end of the federal elections, LCU knew full like one and rival candidate El Presidente, i.e. Commander Exorcist, had, had a a sing-off um, to see who was worthy of the highest office in the Federation. That is, that I... is how they do it in 3309. They just do sing-offs and that's the way that we, um, that's why the way that we were in. Yeah, so basically it's like the X-Factors <laughs> X decides the presidential election, is that right? Yes, that's right. Oh God, we're all dead. 100%. Um, yeah. El Uh-oh. Presidente! Ooh. I've got an alien egg. Yeah, take it to Ridley Scott station. He's done it. He's done yeah. it. Um, no, oh, the next one. I love this. Uh, Axorus Animus, I, th- I think is the best pronunciation I can try. Or Axis Animus. There you go. Thank you, Claire. You're um, very welcome. He's put together, the, or he, she, whatever, uh, has put together a fantastic cinematic uh, trailer called um, Elite Dangerous Thargoids of the Storm, which includes a lot of the uh, visuals from Update 17 so far. And I, I must admit, this, this is better up there with a lot of professional trailers, isn't it? It really is. It's phenomenal. There's a lot of people saying it's like one of the best Elite Dangerous sort of trailer videos they've ever seen. Yeah. It's... Yeah. And um... the choice of music is spectacular. Mm-hmm. And then it builds from from the choice of music. I feel like a, like if if you've ever spoke to Rini about stuff, Rini and I've done it before. You if you find a piece of music that you really really like, and you you can build a storyboard around that piece of music. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. It's very very cool. And I feel like this has been this is one of those examples where they they found the music and they were like, oh shit, I've got to do something with this and. Elite has lent itself to it very nicely. 
Mm. Yeah, it reminds me very much of the Sticky Bee. Um, mm, so, yeah, the Sticky Bee song. That that that's the kind of thing that it's up there with that because that, in my opinion, was one of the best um, Elite Dangerous videos they've done. So you know, yeah, fan made ones anyway. Um, on the subject of other fans, we've got Ricardo's Gaming. Um, he's done uh, a kind of spoiler thing, which is what Ben is doing on the stream right now, uh, of um, having a look at the the, uh, the Thargod Spires. So yeah. yes, you can you can go and look at uh, his video if you want a um, a quick overview of what you need to do to get what Ben has just got. <laughs> uh, and the Burrs have been very busy this week. Um, they first of all created a very helpful video, personally for me, about showing how to deal with the AX uh, power-up missions. So that's where all the revenants are hanging around uh, settlements. Um, mostly, where to find them, which is the which is the bit that I was missing. So I'm, I'm not going to be able to actually do some of those. Uh, and also a couple of videos covering update 17. So um, keep it up, the birds. <laughs> uh, so um, next, we also have from Beetlejude. Yeah, yeah. I took this oh, in really quickly at the end. Um, um, there's a Gownet News Digester doing a giveaway at the moment, and it's for um, uh, a piece of artwork that Jude has done from one of the the little teaser trailers that the, the partners got sent. Um, the Elite Dangerous Partners got sent from um, Lave from um, uh, Frontier, um, and it's really fucking good. And she's giving it away. Um, uh, there is, um, I've dropped a link in the show notes to the tweet of hers, which also has a link to the YouTube video that you have to do something with in order to have an opportunity to win the um, win the artwork. But it's a really cool piece of artwork, and Jude is incredibly talented. So signal boosting it a tiny, tiny bit. Um, Oh, excellent! Anything, anything to to uh, to send some love towards uh, Jude and the the Galnet News Digest. So, yeah, excellent. Um, right, shall we see what's happened in the in-game events this week? <laughs> right, it's been quiet, really, isn't it? Uh, yeah, just quiet. Um, there's just this small thing called a federal election uh, as Sol celebrates the election ending and the counting beginning so you know that's it no more sleazy politicians trying to get your vote because your vote's already been done so everyone's just relieved for that uh, basically it's the cg result where everybody got a whole load of uh, extra goodies um on the also on thursday the 12th the uh, there was a, an imperial perspective of the federal election which was um hmm well they're, they're federal scum so or fednex as the uh as the loose screw likes to call them, like the hillbillies, they're all FedEx. And um, as usual, the more neutral perspective from the Alliance, uh, where they kind of flip flop that maybe it might be good, maybe it might be bad. Uh, we're somewhere in between, you know, the usual. Uh, right. And Felicia Winters eventually uh, on update 17 arrived. Uh, she was elected as federal, pre federal president. Uh, there's going to be an interim period before she takes over. You know, the usual um, two, three months as one administration hands over to another. Let's hope that goes smoothly. Um, no protests, maybe? Let's hope not. And I must admit, I was on solo Monday hoping for something. I know that a lot of other people were as well. Yep. 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 I parked myself there. 
Same. Yeah, we're all, yeah. We're Same. all ho- hoping for something sort of to go boom. Nothing. I'm sort of face-palming a little bit. Earth was was a disappointingly still there when we logged back in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no Volgon constructor fleet came came our way or Thargoid uh, Thargoid. Uh, maybe that maybe that'll be the next update. Mm, maybe. Or maybe something will happen on Thursday, who knows? Yeah, well, that's gonna be interesting. It's um, funny when you look back, I mean there really there really wasn't a, any sort of hint of uh, beyond the fact that we've got this permit. I mean, that was it. Yeah, no, we had we had a permit that ran over the thing. We there were fight yeah. um there were pilots federation alerts for um for those things. So pilots federation indicate that there is something that uh, uh, go, we can interact with. When you went to Sol, it gave you a new bit of like information. As soon as you got to Sol, it, it flipped up a new bit of information. Yeah, so that. forgive me. <laughs> Forgive me for being slightly convinced that something was going well, to happen. Well, I mean, happen. I went there, so I was convinced as well. But I, yeah, I do, same I here. do think, in, in, with hindsight, I do think, God, every time I think something's happening which Frontier haven't explicitly said, I should remember not to, because it never happens. Yeah, it's just the fact that the permit was available, so we all thought, oh, that means they must want us to be there for something. Well, yeah, uh, and all of the signal boosting in the um, mm. in the gownets. Yeah, but... Never mind. Let's let's move on from there because we have, I think, elsewhere made up for it. Mm, for sure. <laughs> yes. So we're gonna. I, I think it's that time of the week again. Score alert! In the bi-weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your eyes. In the bi-weekly newsletter. And welcome back. Well, we have something new, and because it's the federal election, the federal ships get some love. And we have the federal duty paint jobs, which are available for the Corvette and for the federal gunship. Uh, you know what? I actually like these. I, re- I really do. I don't have a Corvette, but I really want one on a Corvette. <laughs> What's anyone else think? You're all right. No. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them actually. I've only got the little screenshot we've got of the Corvette. That's quite cool. Oh, hang on, they're on screen now. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my favourite would be the Federal Corvette Duty Intercept. Oh, which is... Yeah, I don't like that sort of cyan and pink combo. Wait, wait, wait. There's a cyan and pink combo. Hang oh, on. Yeah. Opening up. Federal Cyan and Duty. Fresh ex- colour. Yeah. Federal Corvette Duty Extract, it says. Mm. But I do like the Duty Intercept. That looks cool. I, I do like that one, even though it's got cyan in it. <laughs> Meh. No, I don't think these are doing it for me. Actually, I've just watched the uh, showreel. So, well, but yeah. They, I mean, they're their own. It, it's a difficult one to make the Federal Gunship look pretty, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's not a looker, is it, in that ship? No. <laughs> 
no, that that's basically. I mean, you think the T tens a flying brick? That is the genuine flying brick, isn't it? Do you, know, do you know what it reminds me of? Actually, looking at the screenshot is um, when I was a kid. I, I I used to make as a lot of kids my age do sort of airfix models and things. I wasn't a brilliant model maker, but I used to do airfix kits and things. Mm-hmm. And then I got into making models of my own spaceships by you. You could you could buy sheet plastic, and then little sort of strips of like you know tubing and square sections and things yeah you used to kit bash i guess so yeah i mean it was very crude what i did was very crude i would cut out vaguely shaped spaceship shapes you know rhombuses and glue them together and they ended up looking pretty much exactly like that ship yeah stick Um, stick some wings on give it a sloping front call it a spaceship job done spaceship spaceship Actually, pretty much at the Corvette, I keep on thinking of the Lego spaceship for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, that's a hey, get this, Alec. Um, you know, I was actually in one of the model shops the other week. Uh, at, oh, what was it? A Hobbycraft or something like that. And I was there going, where's all the Airfix models gone? Because there used to be tons of tons. I couldn't yeah. find any. And I didn't realize that Airfix went out of business two years ago. Did they? I didn't know that either. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's around, isn't it? British institution gone. <laughs> anyway, uh, right. Moving on from there, um, I think we'll take a short advert break before we go into a deep discussion about update seventeen. Have you found yourself in a spot of bother with those Xenodes messing up your backyard? Oh, why are the Fargoids in my system? Can't leave the house without fear of a hyperdiction? Can't even get to work. Not that they've noticed, because everything's on fire there too. Sick of the amount of time it takes to scrub the caustic damage from those hard-to-reach places? Oh, fuck, oh, fucking hurts, fuck, ow. Introducing... Dr Pope's Caustic Burn Cream. Apply a few drops to the affected area and feel the euphoria of instant relief. After that, just wash the burn away. It's like it was meant to happen. It's so good, you can even use it on your ships. Thanks, Dr Pope. My ship smells brand new. Dr Pope's Caustic Burn Cream. The miracle that can happen. Side effects may include dizziness, constipation and itching sensation, worship of an obviously aggressive false deity, death and loss of sense of smell. Should you experience any of these symptoms, please contact your doctor immediately. Not Dr Pope though, he's busy. Out there, there's a ship just for you. A ship that can carry to the furthest stars jumping long distances whilst offering an unobstructed view of the galaxy. A ship that can also pack a decent punch if the pirates come knocking. A ship that feels safe. A ship that feels like home. The Asp Explorer. A great ship at a great price in a competitive galaxy. Fly far. Fly safe. Fly in front of us. Space is vast, and pirates have needs just like anyone else. Introducing the Lonely Pirate Handbook, the ultimate resource for lonely pirates. Our guide covers the hot spots and not spots of interstellar space, from smugglers' dens to space station taverns, with helpful chapters such as 
how to be presentable in polite society, how to get rid of that nefarious rank, and my favorite, occasionally shower. Are your early advances often mistaken for attempts to rob or plunder? Oh, I've come a long way for what's in your hold. Prepare to be boarded. Frameshift charge detected. Oh. Buy today and receive the Lonely Pirates chat-up guide for free. I've got a very large hard point. Would you like to see my very large hard point? You're so hot. You're making my temperature critical. Lower your shields. I want to inspect the goods. Come back to my place. I might let you touch my... E-rated anaconda. Are you smuggling illegal goods? Because you got fine written all over you. The Lonely Pirate's Handbook. Now available in all Anarchy bookstores. We'll teach you to loot anyone's heart. And welcome back. Apparently I've been informed Airfix has not out of business. It's mostly online. Uh, so, yeah. But I was only doing what I was referring what I was told in a model shop. So... Go figure. Right, update 17. Now, we're going to say this right from the start. Um, there's going to be full spoilers to what's been happening, and if you've been watching Ben while uh, we've been chatting, you will have seen uh, some of the activities that you can do. You've uh, been spoiled already. Sorry. Yeah, you've been spoiled already. Sorry about that. But, uh, yeah. But I'm going to go around the crew uh, and get everybody's first impression of this of the new content uh and i must admit i followed psychit uh as soon as the the content dropped because i was still at work and she she's allowed to actually play online at the, uh, when i'm working so um psychit i'm allowed your... to am i <laughs> oh yes you're allowed i'm to. allowed to oh well thank you i, I appreciate i appreciate um your I see, permission I'm not to I'm not giving you permission. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. not giving you permission. I'm, I'm, you I'm joking, you rat bastard. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> you could even argue it's like it's job to play. Incredibly, incredibly so, somehow. Um, Sam, it's bloody good, isn't it? Yes. Spittle like right, it, innit? I thought. Spittle right, innit? Um, so, initial impressions. I logged in in Seoul and fuck all had happened and I was like, oh, shit me. <laughs> I really I like. I'd spent the whole. I'd spent the whole three hours of like j the countdown and all of that sort of shit going. Every sort of like twenty minutes or so, going. Oh no! What if nothing happens? And I've been um, perp perpetrating this. Um, but you know what? We weren't that far away from whatever whatever was going on, um, and we could, we could fly out there and we could do stuff. And it's been it's been brilliant. It's been really fun. It's been ridiculously cool to jump around and parkour or like 6,000 kilometers meters up in the air. above the surface, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 6,000 meters, sorry. 6,000 meters above the surface and like jump around and look down. Um, it ain't for the faint-hearted. And I'm very glad that in this instance, I'm glad that Odyssey doesn't have um, VR or anything along those lines. Oh, my God, this Oh, it'll be it, brilliant. Uh, no, Ben. How very not, fucking dare you? Oh, have you not played Don't Look Down? No, absolutely oh, not. I, that I have, is so I'd like, good. No, Ben. Yes. <laughs> but um, it, it's so cool. It's the the coolest thing that I've experienced so far is doing this little pu the little puzzle thing that's kind of high up, 
um that's that's high up and then looking out and watching um one of the authors that is there um mm. fly underneath me mm. and being mm. like oh shit this is so real and it's so tangible um it's just nice to also very very nice to have um uh odyssey content yes that, that well. is one that that's that's one of the things that was nice to touch on um alec What's what's your impression been so far? Yeah, so I actually I was watching Psychic's um sort of pre uh, pre update seventeen launch stream, enjoying all the quizzes and stuff. Uh, I hadn't really thought about it in advance, and then as Psychic started loading the game, I suddenly thought, "Do I want to see this? I don't want to see yeah, it." You Bye. Had a moment. <laughs> yeah, I had a moment, uh, and I know. Oh shit! Out. I shouldn't be here. <laughs> So, so, so I noped out of your stream, and then I avoided because because I yeah I thought something was going to happen in Sol as well, and that's where I was. And I thought the minute psychic screen appears, I'm going to see Earth cracked in half, and I don't want to. I want to see it for myself. So then, so then I avoided the internet um, for the next twelve hours, which is quite a feat, I have to tell you. Some and it was an disappointingly ad- in one piece. It was, hey-ho. Anyway, so I logged in, got it to see it all myself. Um, uh, there was nothing there. So then I went straight to what used to be the Matrix sites, which are now these um, Spire sites. And ye gods, the size of them. I mean, their little teaser trailer, you know, their little sort of fuzzy, black and white, glitchy trailer gave yes. no... The found footage trailers. ...scale of these things whatsoever. They are fucking massive. I just couldn't believe it. You know, when you're approaching from space and you can see this thing, it's like, what yes. are they? Has anyone measured them? They must be 10 kilometers. Six kilometers to 10 kilometers high. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm, at the, I'm at the bottom of the spirally bits, and I'm three and a half kilometers. Visible from space. So oh, yeah. here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Um, so I, uh, my approach to this, because I'm not very Thargoid combat-y and I don't really have ships that are up for that, what I did was I landed um, a good five kilometers away from the site. Actually, it turned out to be ten. The sense mm-hmm. of scale was so deceptive with the size of them. And then drove in the rest of the way in an SRV and then spent the next two hours, which was basically my rest of my gaming first gaming session in Update 17, um, driving around the bottom, exploring, you know, exploring what was around the base of these things and just watching mostly with my jaw on the floor as Thargoids came and went and literally ploughed through the side of some of these spires in great showers of lava and it was incredible sights. But I had no idea about the landing platforms and this whole mini game until I watched Psychic Stream today. Um, it was something that came up. It was something that just came up in chat. Um I, I was like, there's no way we're going to... Like, they look like you should be able to land on them. There's yeah, it's, no it's way we're going to be able to land on now. them. Obviously, yeah. But my brain went, there's no way we're going to be able to land on them. There's no way we're, that's going to be um, an opportunity that is afforded to us because what we there's no way they would have thought to give us that. But not only that, they've given us the fact that we can land on them. There's ExoBio up there. There mm-hmm. is... There's exo bio on, at the base, isn't there? Yeah, as well. Yeah, at the base as well. Well, there's exo bio on the on the from the platforms as well. Um, there's the the little like mini game that you can do with an added also hidden CG to it as well. It's just, oh, yes. it's so good. Yeah, it's, it's, I forgive and... them for not blowing up Earth. <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah, it, it is. It, I mean, it looks absolutely astounding and alien and freaky, uh, which is it's, it's what you want from the Thargoids, to be honest. One um, thing I will say about the looks, in a distance, it looks great. Mm-hmm. But I've had the... It doesn't hold up when you get to on-foot levels. Um, or even is SLV it not for levels. you? Oh, God, no. It was fine no. for me. It's it's beautiful. It's like the, the edges the, are iridescent the, and oh, everything the, the, is... The quality of the textures looks really low quality and I can do see you, have and... you che- have you checked Have you checked your settings, mate? What should I? I, um, I don't, when I, I don't I know, bud. But mine don't look like mine. I have not noticed that at all, I, I and I've been playing it the last two days. I should be on ultra. I, mm. I personally haven't noticed anything like that, and um, also I've had a steady sixty frames. Yeah, I've, oh, I've had great frame rates. Um, I'm at yeah, I'm at 120 fps. So maybe my maybe my maybe something's gone and reset my audio, my graphic quality. Possibly that is possible. That is very possible. Mm, I should say as well, there's there's a lot of variety. I mean, we're we're sort of focusing at, on this one site, which is lovely, which is very well lit, and it's got this sort of nice oh. deserty orange glow to it. And I, I think it might even be Permaday because I've been going to this planet since um since the Matrix sites first appeared, uh, and it's always been well lit. And I've yeah. got another one in my bookmark somewhere. I've lost it at the moment, which is um a, a, an ice world, which is obviously Ooh. looks really different, which is also well lit. Um, but it's also worth going to some in on in the Side because oh, God, that's, yeah. that's got a whole other feel to it and if you're lucky if you can find one um you know on the border between night and day when you get those sunset sky effects those can look mm-hmm. uh stunning as well so there's a massive uh spreadsheet of every single matrix site and i assume yep. every single one is now a spire can you site. shove that to the show notes please it's already, is there. Is yeah. it? it's already it, there it's already there yes it wasn't it's there actually, but it might be there now it, it's there because I put it there at four o'clock this afternoon. So Okay, yeah. that, that was after I was looking for something like that. Yes. Um, and thanks to the Burr Pit for passing on the link, to be honest. Uh, yeah. There's 48 of the sites that have been logged so far. So here's uh, a question for, the, for mm-hmm. the group. I threw this at Psychic on the stream, I think, but, but mm-hmm. now we're all I didn't together. know the answer. I still don't know the answer. Mm, no, because I'm intrigued. I mean, you know, we speculated on how the... Um, the matrix sites would transform into what we saw in the teaser trailer and it was indeed a step change during the update so do we think the and i think i'm i'm actually tending towards this myself that the matrix sites that we saw the sort of unformed ones Mm -hmm. uh are a thing of the past and we'll never see them again and that it was a little i think i think that they're a kind of intermediary stage but they so, will require an update to transform them into spire sites. No, what I think is that now that both the models are in the game, oh, going see. forward, as... happen on Thursday reboot. Yeah, uh, it might what, be a Thursday yeah. downtime thing. You might find more systems have the, the first Matrix site, and then after a couple of weeks, it might generate into this. Yeah. Now, we, now, we mm-hmm. do know that these things are called refineries. These are refineries, but we don't know if they're all refineries. I don't think that's been logged yet. I don't think everyone's gone around to, and checked every single one to see if it comes up with the same refinery. You mean all the different sites? Or do you mean the different the spires? The different spires? Both. Right. Like one okay. spire might have something different from another one. Yeah, On one site might have a different thing. It could be like um, it could be like a settlement. Some are refineries. Some are factories. Some are agriculturals. 
for whatever uh, Thargoids want to grow. Yeah. Where where are you getting the information that they're refineries? What what, what bit tells you that? Uh, the bit or when you actually get the material. So the little bit that you activate on the on the edge of it. Yeah. Is that the thing? I'm didn't they say it was a refinery? Yeah. It's like a refinery pod. I think Ben's yeah. got one on his uh, on his person at the moment. Um, for clarity, um, yeah, I don't I don't know that they're different um, because that's just a small part of the whole. There's other things that you can get from there that you also activate by. Um, uh, I, this is going to sound so stupid. The, this sentence that is about to come out of my um, out of my mouth is going to sound so so stupid out of context. But you can also get other things if you activate and electrocute the nerve um, the nerve cells in the yeah. gazebo. Oh, <laughs> oh, in oh, in the little gazebo structures. Yeah, in the gazebos. Um, the, yeah, if you do activate those, there's other things, and then shoot the little pods that turn red. You get other things that come out of them, but you need a corrosive cargo rack for those. Um, there's other things that you can. There is, well, I think they're called. There's other things called protruding, protruding sacks. I think. Yes. I think yeah, that's I the think protru- I have Those you can sacks. shoot. Those you can shoot. They're also inside the gazebo. They give another material. Those, those you can shoot down. Um, the, you activate the things. Those those but, are actually materials that you you scoot with the the SRV. They're you not scoot materials. them with the SRV. Yeah, absolutely. Not so, that you can get on the on the on foot. No, no, exactly. So what, like, there's a bit of everything. Mm. You know you know how we talked for ages about, in like, the game not feeling connected and they're exactly. not being, a, um, yes. they're not being, like, something that was fully linking on-foot stuff. Um, uh, like, like, Exobio hasn't had enough for ages. We've not had um, on-foot stuff. They don't have um, something where you can be in your SRV, tangible, tangibly using your SRV at the same time as needing to be on-foot. You don't have... Um, all of these different things. Um, and then also there's ships flying around, there's scouts flying around as well, which it helps to have a ship that can fire at them too. It is the full sphere and that's what makes it so fucking fantastic. Uh, yeah, and then the subject of the full sphere, the uh, the Thargoids have come up with something which is worse than a revenant and that is the <laughs> Banshee. Oh my God. Now a the Banshee... Ban- I think it's the equivalent of our Goliath yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as predicted, yeah, it's like a, a Thargoid Goliath. It's also and, has the perfect name. Oh, yeah. The sound alone is, is enough to, yeah, get you. Surprisingly enough, the sound's quite good. Because <laughs> they scream. They do. They, they scream. Somebody was in my chat today and was like, I'm really disappointed with Frontier because, uh, actually, they said FDEV, but I'm really disappointed with Frontier because they've basically, they've re-skinned Goliath and it feels like a really lazy use of mechanics. And I'm like, I don't remember a Goliath, A, screaming or B, shooting all of these little tiny laser things at you and also having those EMP grenades. Well, you see, this is what gets me, is that um, a lot so of this lazy. kind of stuff... A lot okay. of this stuff that they say, oh, that's just a reskin. No, it's not. Yeah. It, it, I bet people who um, saw Tank, uh, World of Tanks, well, most of those tanks are just reskins of the same tank, aren't they? 100%, no, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's just because uh, something has got similar functionality doesn't mean it's a reskin. Just because it's bigger than the smaller one and it floats around 
doesn't I get I get yeah. I get I get kind of um, I, I understand I understand what the mentality of that is like being so you're like if you're coming into someone else's someone else is having um fun and attempting to nullify that by being um being an asshole and um uh de- being dismissive of um a property that they're enjoying yeah absolutely um by all means feel free but i am going to clap back <laughs> at this point <laughs> we are we are now too long in the teeth to go oh yeah no you're right you're right but poor fdev it's a bit time <laughs> go play fucking stuff why did you sound like professor mcgonagall just then? i d- i d- i what's <laughs> please tell me if i managed to do a scottish accent <laughs> please let me know because i'll add that to my repertoire <laughs> I like this. Uh, Epaphis has said, "Panther Clipper." It's just a reskin sidewinder. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, if you if you look at it like that, aren't all the ships reskins of each other, but with different guns just attached to them? Yeah, the front and they've got oh, engines dear. on the back. All the same. Yeah, exactly. Oh dear. Right. Yes. Do not. Uh, Shea Black was going. So, is the Goliath dangerous then? And yes, if you yeah. if you hack off the the base it's guarding, I'm afraid to say it's um yeah, it it'll shred you. Well, the Goliath will take your ship out, which I suppose is how it differs from the little skimmers, which can be mostly ignored. Yeah, the, so, the skimmers can do a little damage to your scarab, but nothing like the Goliath. Have, have you guys have you guys been out in a, in a scorpion around these these areas? Scarab, not scorpion. Not yet. Yes. No, scorpion. Scorpion is the one I'm aiming for. Yeah. No. Because even in a scorpion, it's um, it's it can be really tricky unless you run the hell away. Yeah. It, even at this point, you are still um, you're in a scorpion. You felt like a tank when you're going around the around the settlements. Here, you still feel like you've got paper for a skin. Yeah, and what, you it, know. Sorry, One of the things I really like, because I've basically spent my morning driving around these at ground level in an SRV. One of the things I really like, and I'm convinced this is very deliberate and, and cunning design by Frontier, is that all these um, revenants and uh, banshees uh, seem to very much rely on line of sight. I mean, they'll, mm. they'll keep after you, they won't give up, but um, their ability to actually attack you is, is sort of requires line of sight and the ground is just full of all these twisty turny branches and it's also very uneven there's lots of ups and downs and dips and you know holes to hide in um so actually it's really fun and entirely possible to avoid these things just by weaving in and out of all these structures in the srv and going around the back of things and um it's great you know if you're on open ground you'd be a goner but because there's just so much stuff to hide around hide you know under or yeah. behind it's it's really good fun and it's really i'm sure it's all that's a very deliberate design choice to give us lots of options yeah i love what mark gamer or one has just said in the chat sort of breaking news two bedroom apartments for rent at human tire at human heights spire number 32 <laughs> three hundred thousand credits per month five docking spaces per leaf included apply at right move interstellar <laughs> Mark's oh, been stalking me. me with baking with breaking news for the last day. It's amazing. <laughs> I've had like, so many news articles. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, we've got the uh, the, <laughs> the banshee, which is. I hope someone just died in the background, did they? Uh, no, but um, the 
Oh, did you get so yeeted? The, did you get the, yeeted by the Vix? No, I, I just avoided the yeet by the by the by the horizontal geezer. Yeah, you get horizontal geezers, you can be yeeted. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that's one so thing that Tom, uh, Tom has been watching people on the streams, and he says one of the favourite things is watching everybody doing um, squirrel shoot things from six kilometres up. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's very fun! It's very like um, it's very fun to just go. You know what? What's the worst that can happen? And just jump off the side of you one like of these this. things. <laughs> yeah, it's really really fun. <laughs> Especially when you're 6k up. It takes a lot longer to fall than you um, originally think. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, let's, let's find out. The other thing that's really cool, the other thing that's really, really cool is um, the fact that your ship recall works. Like, mm. if, you, if you're if you on that one of those platforms that you, you have to send your ship away because it's being um, blasted mm. by um, uh, what they called scouts. Yeah, scouts, scouts, yeah, scouts were going in and getting. Yeah, it. yeah, the, the couple of scouts drop in and um, attack it. You can you can dismiss your ship, but and when you recall it, I know this is I know this is like a wild thing to be excited about, but the fact that it landed on the platform, the fact yeah, that my no. Corvette no, landed back on that platform, well. it took me about thirty seconds to fall down from. Uh, it's amazing, isn't it? Isn't it cool? I mean, it's, it's especially amazing because it, you you it's can be standing on a, you can be standing on a flat desert plain that's flat in every direction for ten kilometers, and you recall your ship, and it finds the nearest rock fifteen kilometers <laughs> yeah. away. But the minute yeah. you're on a petal the size of a Corvette, your Corvette comes and lands. It's amazing. It. I'm so happy about it. Unbelievable. It means that I, I don't need to have shields that I can still just like land and then send it away. It's great. Excellent. Yeah, uh, we have had. Oh, yeah. One of the other things that we've we've had so far is unconfirmed reports that some of the materials that you've you've got pale in once. Not unconfirmed. I can confirm this directly oh, for okay. you. Oh, um, right. So, so you, the little the little nubbin egg thing that you get from the grinding um, platform. You know the one. The yeah. nubbin from that one. We'll just the little, have to call the, it the nubbin. The, yeah. the, 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 I was going to call it the thing that you get out of the clitoris, but I'm not going to say that. But the thing that you get out of that thing is um, you can, if you take it to Palin, you won't get a pop up saying, um, saying, uh, I can see that you've got something in your, um, in your hold. But if you sell it to him, you get a message back, which says something along the lines of, I don't know what you've just given me, but this is incredible. And this is a really cool thing for, oh no, it's not those things. Wait, it's the, it's stuff from commodity. It's it's the the commodity. It's the thing from the gazebo. It's the things that you get from the gazebos that you that you can send in there. And he goes, "That's amazing. Those. This is great. I. It also in the system in Blaine. I think it's Blaine Gateway or Blade Gateway, something like that. One of the one of the um, stations in the system. Um, mm-hmm. He says, if you sell the little nubbin things to them, that to the barkeeper there, um, they're his contact, and you can sell them there." Um, oh, as I part guess. of the note, hello. You know how you're saying how amazing it was that your ship could land anyway. Yeah, um, you, you yeah. can't land on the ground. Don't try and you don't call it back to the ground. Um, so what yeah. you need to do, what you need to do is um, recall right. to orbit. Um, do the do the rescue to orbit thing. Make that Chris is here. I'm going to ask him to pick me up. Oh, that's Chris brilliant! Has Ben around. ended up on the ground and he's recorded its ship and it's landed six kilometers <laughs> above him on one of the leaves? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, mine normally mine normally lands <laughs> under the ground on those sites. Oh, okay, hilarious. I, I thought last time I, I saw you calling, recalling the ship in, and then it just got completely blasted. No, no, that was that was that's probably one of the times because I was using the I was using my crate phantom, which has both holistic hull and shields. Um, mm. So that doesn't that doesn't actually count as a ship that can defend itself. <laughs> 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 It, ha- it has the essence of shields, um, but um, bless Micah, she's very good at jumping long distances, and that's pretty much about it. But um, th- yeah, she got ta- taken out pretty quickly, so I can't remember what I did at that point. Yeah, no, this is where we need uh, in- interstellar rescue. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we, for sure. The seem to fly into the spire thing. Yes, yeah, yes. Awesome, yeah, they do. It? See, and they they <laughs> yes. talk like that. It's as if there's some kind of portal there. It's... That was the first thing that really mm. completely blew me away, I think. You know, mm. I I got the size of the things and then I landed a long way away. And I, that was, I was so unexpected. I was watching, I guess it was an Orthrus or something, but I had, I just, I, it was sort of round the side from me. So I couldn't actually see that, the, 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 like the surface, the flat circular surface where it was going to go in. And I was thinking it looked like it's going to hit the spire and then it just plowed straight into it and went inside it. It was like, yeah, I did not expect that. That's incredible. Yeah, I'm sure my anaconda can land. Yeah, one other thing to to uh, note for people, um, it seems that Thargoid scouts are now orbiting around Plea carriers. If you're close to a Thar- one of these Ooh. Thargoid matrix sites, cool. That could be fun. Yeah, um, they haven't attacked them yet, but they they do tend to attack any players that take off from them. They go, they they were... go immediately. <laughs> So did you see the thing, um, if your carrier is in a system which has a barnacle matrix site, all of the people are missing from the carrier? Have you no. seen that? Yeah, so um, I know um, Apaphis and Kohun um, both report, both had um, uh, been in fleet carriers that were at, at a barnacle, um, barnacle matrix site um, at the time of... Um, uh, the update coming in, and then when they rejoined, they were like sat in the bar on their own. Um, and I was like, and I thought to myself, well, maybe if it, maybe it's just like that's a thing that's happening to everybody, you know. So I went and checked my fleet carrier today, which is um, sensibly sensibly parked outside of where the, the barnacle one, um, the barnacle places are, and that was full of um, of humans going about their their duty. Mm-hmm. Hmm, just... Apaphis is saying in chat they couldn't use the Vista to sell all of the stuff because all of the staff were gone mm-hmm. oh. so there is another thing I was going to mention actually it's it's a bit I know we're already in spoilery territory but this is even more spoilery um, yeah this is full spoilers so you should be really well, listening okay. to this if you so the, the little material the material mm-hmm. that you get from triggering these little nerve center puzzle things yeah I forget what it's called um, anyone know Anyway, it doesn't matter, whatever it's called. It turns out, um, you, you know, you can sort of poke around in the bartender thing and see the names and materials that we haven't actually seen yet. Mm-hmm. There, there is a corrupted version of this material. Yes. So there is some speculation. The The little thing that opens up 
um, when you're on foot and where you get this stuff from is one of those kind of receptacles where you have a sort of E to take option and an F to open and close sort of option, a bit like where we put um, power regulators in and out. I see um, where you're going from. So there is a suggestion that we may be able to take one of these things out, somehow corrupt it, and then shove it back in and make the thing choke on poisoned stuff. Ooh. Has anybody taken in this stuff to the Guardian's sites yet? It might have an inverse effect. On. The thing is, they're materials, so you can't. Oh yeah, you can't kind of. You can't yet drop them yeah. in holes. Okay. Unless, unless we that's something that maybe needs to be tried for science to see if that works. Yeah. Or there would be there would be no point. Mm. There would be no point taking them to a, these to a Thargoid site because they're not yeah, that would guardian no items. But, yeah, it would make no sense for the Thargoid to corrupt its own. Yeah, modules. but <clears throat> is there now a way to um, Uno reverse it and do it the other way around? Do you know? Yeah. No, there and, isn't. There's only a way to extract stuff from the guardian sites. There isn't anything to where you could yeah, deposit there is. anything. Yeah, there is. You, can de- you deposit the relic. Oh, that's a point, yeah. What happens if you deposit a guardian? Yeah, right. Okay. Can you? I don't do enough on foot stuff. Can you drop on foot materials? Yeah. You can, can't you? Because you can yeah, pass yeah, things. You can pick them yeah. Okay. But there's also there's also things that you can get from like the protruding sacks and the other stuff. Yeah, maybe those she, things that you can get. Maybe maybe you can shove those into a guardian site and see if yeah, anything if you, comes. If you go and do the whole activation sequence, and then instead of shoving in a a, a guardian, a, a relic, yeah, or, or mm-hmm. the the stuff that you use to get the guardian shit, yeah. Shove one of these things in and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. I'm, I'm getting makes, very makes strong Independence Day upload the virus vibes from it. I must say, mm. <laughs> you just need the USB drive. We haven't seen the USB port yet. This is the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, I'm just going to go a little bit of a tangent here, Alec. But did you know, you know, Arthur C. Clarke? You know, that well-famous author. Um, He had been working on the book 3001 for five years. uh, And he was extremely peed off because the way that he was going to resolve the problem was exactly the same way that they solved it in Independence Day. (laughs) And he's he's hacked off that everybody thinks that uh, the people who wrote Independence Day came up with his idea first. (laughs) With the virus. Okay, I can't can't, can't go... I can't put my my even my tip in. <laughs> oh, you're trying to go for yeah. the Thargoids went. I, I'm trying yeah. to go for where only Thargoids have gone I don't think that's and... meant to happen. No. Maybe you need a Grelic. It's, it's it's like um it's like Pacific Rim. You need part of a Thargoid to go in. There. It's got to make it think that you mm-hmm. are a Thargoid. Then D two in, she'll get through. <laughs> So yeah, it's, it looks uh, like we're fairly watching. Uh, we're watching Psychic earlier, and Ben mm-hmm. now. Um, it looks like we're fairly safe. I mean, apart from falling, obviously, but we seem to be fairly safe from attack when we're on foot, oh. close to the spires. Yeah, yeah they didn't give a they didn't okay. give a shit about you. Um, un- unless you're on the ground. If you're on the ground on foot, the revs and the um banshee, and you get a line of sight with the revs and the banshee. Um, it, it they do see you, and they do. Um, they do do what revs and banshees do, or specifically revs have been known to do historically at sites. Mm. So um, I don't know. Yeah, 
Um, officers don't really seem to give two shits either way unless you do something directly to them. No, but that's what they always do. They, they yeah. don't give a damn unless unless they're attacked. And then they just scream, run away, and call friends in. Which is what authoresses do. Now, well, here's going to be an interesting question for you all. Uh, oh, another thing to, to mention. You know the revenant inhabited settlements that uh, the, Burr, uh, the Burr video was showing about? Apparently the Banshee is now turning up there as well. No. Yeah. So yes, you've sorry. got to evade the Banshee in some of them. You've got to evade the Banshee as well as the Revenants. Or in it, in Burr's case, he was taking them all on with rocket launches. So yeah, good luck <laughs> there, guys. Uh, so um, obviously, I don't think this is everything that's in Update 17. I think we've got a lot more coming. I'd just like to have a quick speculation about what you guys think's coming. Go on, we'll okay. go with Alec. See what you think. Uh, well, I want to know what's what's your top hint about what's coming next. Well, I suppose I have two thoughts. There, there's there's the the thing I've just mentioned. There, there there seems to be a final, possibly final piece of this puzzle of maybe somehow contaminating these um, these spires, which we haven't discovered yet. Mm-hmm. And I guess you know, harking back to the thing I said earlier, there's also the thing of will we get new? Um, will we see? new matrix sites that then turn into these spire sites on a Thursday. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Uh, fair enough. Um, ben? I don't want to cop out and say I really I really don't want to speculate, but I kind of do, because I really don't want to speculate. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm enjoying what we've got. I'm enjoying flying around on my anaconda, shooting the scouts. Uh, I enjoyed playing Mario... Jumping around, getting getting the thing. Commander Mario. If if that's all we get, I'm happy enough. Mm-hmm. Um, if we get more, great. You know, I love the idea. If we can tie this into especially Guardian stuff, I love that idea. I think it'll be amazing. But I don't want to go get my hopes up and say, "Yeah, we're definitely going to have to go and interact with the Guardian sites and yeah. corrupt things and spoil them." It'll be amazing. And then find out, no, we don't. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to get a limpet. You are such an old cynic. You've lost the the joy of speculation now. <laughs> oh, no. Get off the lawn. <laughs> old man. No. <laughs> okay, I'm bracing myself here. Psych it. Oh, no, no. Brace yourself. Don't brace yourself. It's, don't, you don't want to... Oh, str- don't, don't, don't string yourself, Colin. It's all right. It's all right. Don't want to do anything else. Don't want to do yourself a mischief, mate. Um... As I, if I can do myself much exactly, more. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you you filled your quota this time. Um, I mm, so okay. I'm still holding my hopes out for Sol being a little bit of a disaster area. I'm still holding out hope for that. Um, only for for personal vindication, obviously. Um, that said. I am very much in the same camp of as Alec with regard to um the this hidden um uh, hidden you know hidden CGs with mm-hmm. um uh with that kind of stuff that would be um with with Palin um just FYI also I checked with Ramtar but obviously he's only interested in guardian shit so he doesn't give a toss um, no, Palin's the Thargoid man. Yeah, but but the, the last time we had when we had the Grelics, Daddy Rama and Papa Palin were both very interested. So I I had to check just for a science reason. Fine, don't you don't need to. Um, 
just just to clarify, just take him to Palin, which is really annoying because Ark is really far away from where <laughs> all of the Targoys are. <laughs> yeah. Um, the um now, am I right in saying that on a on one of the rare Super Cruise newses that we have had that actually happened, am I right in saying that Arthur said we've got update 17 and then there's like a tight there might be a tiny midway update? Is was this this one that he was talking about or was that 16? Uh I don't know. I think it was that long ago. I can't remember. I think it was six. God, I think I it was. I'm sure. It was if it was 16, when did that happen? Well, it was 16.1 or 16.2 or something like that. But to tell you the truth, uh, um, I, it, it was inferred that there'd be something extra coming around Halloween, just because it's Halloween and yeah, all yeah, the yeah. MMOs well, do well, something yeah, aside, aside from that. Aside from that, there is some. There's um, obviously something going to happen, uh, like some kind of. Um, I'd, I'd like to think, I say obviously, um, I'd like to think that there is like some sort of tangible, tangible event that is going to happen um, in, um, oh yeah, the Matrix site showed up. That was the midpoint because they didn't show up right at the beginning of 16, did they? Nope. Okay, mm-hmm. well maybe there's going to be something else like that or maybe now we're going to see on Thursday a more Matrix sites show up and then be like, oh God, this is, this is them. Um sort of like solidifying and cementing and fully getting their claws in and then we'll see more of these amazing sites begin to appear. Um I I would like them to stay around mm-hmm. um for the like these sites to stay around for um a fair amount of time to give those commanders who haven't had the inclination to let like, say maybe make an adequate um make an adequate uh, Artemis suit mm. that, that they feel comfortable in going around a place like this. Um, give them the opportunity to do all of the bits that they need to do that. Cause it, it can be a bit it like as everything is with elite, something as massive and gargantuan as this, we, we talked about time poorness yes, and things along those lines. It, it would be nice for them to, to hang around long enough that um, the DCOH and anti-Xeno groups don't instantly figure out a way to make them go away. Yes, that that would be that would be good. That would definitely be good. <laughs> However, I don't think these things are going away anytime soon. I hundred percent agree. They better not be because there's clearly been a lot of work and a lot of thought going mm. into making these um, like multifaceted and tangible and. Um, just really cool to be around from the sound from the squelchy 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 noises to mm-hmm. the um the uh the different te- ma- the different means by which you have to interact with them to get the get the items out of there it's very cool yeah it's super it's super fun um and i really recommend that people go and take a look at it and it's one of those things where even if you're not well versed in Thargoid combat, you don't have to partake in the Thargoid combat here. I know I'm I know I'm like avoiding your question so hard, Colin. <laughs> avoiding everything that you've said and just been like, absolutely not. <laughs> but but I I'd I'd like to see more of these show up rather than seeing um 
seeing the anti-Zeno um, groups go, we know how to turn these away and they're now no da- not dangerous at all. There's nothing at them. We've turned them into inert things. I just think it'd be a shame. The only thing I yeah. would say, because I, I said that to psychic someone, sorry, Colin. No, I, I said to someone earlier today, you know, um, yeah, yeah, there's no hurdle to getting here. You can just go here and, and experience this, you know, and then a few people are like, oh, I might do that. It looks really cool. Of course, you you, you may well get um, hyperdicted or interdicted by glaives on the way. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess if, 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 if people have been, for the people that have not been doing any Thargoid content and have ignored the Titan, um yeah you're probably going to get if that happens you're probably going to get killed and i guess i don't know what you guys would say but i guess i would just say persist and try again and you know you'll get through yeah for I'm sure gonna to, i'm gonna beg to differ there because i've not been doing the titan mm-hmm. now i am in a i'm in a relatively tanky anaconda but okay. i'm not yeah you got through i'm didn't not you? Su- i'm not super tanky and i'm i'm definitely not fast in the anaconda and i got through i, I suppose fine. Yeah, um, I suppose what I'm saying is for those people who've decided they don't enjoy Thargoid content, and then mm. they've, you know, I've sort of, I, a few people have thought, yeah, Mick, do you know what, if, if if I can just go there and experience this, I will, that sounds fun. Um, don't just sort of give up the first, you, you, you may well get killed the first take, time. Take a fast ship. You were close to, you know, you, your drive oh, got shut down a few times. My drive ben, got and, shut down. Um, my shields got to about two percent, but yeah. So I I, I, I and if you do get killed on your first attempt, don't just walk um, away because it's good I know, fun and it's worth trying a few times. You'll get there. Um, Chris Mark Four did get killed in his chieftain, but his chieftain is quite squishy. Yeah. Um, bear, in, bear in mind, my ex- my experience is that I, I mean, I've lost what twenty twenty clippers overall since I've started playing again, just trying to get to the, the Titan two yeah. against the Glaives. Yeah. Uh, but that's because, you know, I've been just been bad against the Glaives. I do yeah. understand Alex's point that if someone's coming in there with a Cobra and thinking, I just want to go see it, the, the Glaives will eat them for breakfast. And Chris that... was just like, oh, sorry, Colin, I thought you'd stopped. Okay. What was, what was Chris? Uh, do you manage to get there in the Chris Cobra? Like, no, Chris wants to clarify that he only crashed because he had to alt-tab alt tab out of Elite to play the Store Alert jingle. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's my fault. <laughs> yeah, he, that's, it's your fault and he's, he's calling it. I suppose yeah. one thing that's probably worth um, saying is um, we are going to have in the show notes the spreadsheet of all of these sites. There are lots of them. There's a good 40 or 50 of them. Um, mm. I would suggest you pick one which isn't many light seconds from the star so that um, you have much less chance of being interdicted on the way. Yeah. yeah. Interdiction's not too bad. Hyperdictions are the ones where if you get glaived on that one, that's the one that I had trouble with. I just, I just get, to, it's, we've, we've, we've talked about this before about it just being such an inconvenience mm. to your, to your time poor day. It's just like, fuck. Yeah. And I actually, this is a good time, Zinni. I wanted to interject much earlier, but I did just want to raise something since we're on that subject. Um, I think as Colin, I mean, Colin sort of said you, you sort of rage quit. I, I've actually sort of um, noped out of the Titans. I've I've sort of, I've done Titans. It wasn't fun. I've got my escapees, whatever. I've, I've, sort, of, I've sort of done with the Titans. You, you've done your duty, haven't you? I have. But um, I did just want to say you know i was saying last week about having my cooling beam lasers and being on one percent and getting really frustrated not understanding why i was getting so much grief 
from the yeah. hunter classes when other people seem. I, I gather um, the beams are not a good idea at the Titan. Um, several people, including Mechan, have have passed on that comment that um, since I think update fifteen, um, although um, thermal vent cooling beam lasers do drop your ship's temperature, they they do draw attention to you. Uh, and get you noticed, which is probably why I was having so much trouble because I was using them liberally and continuously to stay cold. That would make sense. But, yeah. yeah, you know, but I still ain't going back. I'm done with Titans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can I just ask a quick question, Sai? You said yeah, yeah. something along the lines that you could do, you could get Artemis suit upgrades at these, uh, doing the on foot stuff at these sites. No, I didn't. You said something. You said something that sounded awfully like you said that. So no, no, you can't get Artemis up, up, upgrades. I just said if you're if you're um, if you haven't upgraded your Artemis suit, then it would then it might be worth upgrading it for certain things. If you don't like, I wanted these to stay around to give people the opportunity to upgrade their Artemis suits. Yeah, for that, okay. That. Sorry, that to me implied meaning that. You can no. do upgrady things. No, 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 no. I don't know what any of this shit you can do with yet. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, what what benefits of upgrading your suit? So would for you me, get, for me, the my what I what I have on my Artemis suit is I have a grade mm-hmm. five suit. I don't. I think I have jump assist on it, like the the thing that gives me more jump, and I think I have battery saved, so I can I can um, zap a lot of things without my battery going down very far. Right. So yeah, um, that makes sense. So those, those those are the things that I currently have on it, um, and I, I don't think because I don't really go about um, uh, uh, exobio. I've done more exobio in the last couple of days than I have done um, in Elite Dangerous oh. since Odyssey has been out. Oh yeah, and, and no, I don't have night vision on it. Um, but night vision might be quite cool if you do, if you if you're not on one which is in perpetual daylight. Yeah, that makes sense. Because uh, I'm just thinking, I don't think I've got anything on my Artemis suit, and I was quite happily jumping around for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not so saying it's. I'm not it's saying needed. it's. I'm not saying it's impossible. But again, to give yourself a bit of a leg up, um, it can. It yeah. could help. So on the subject of battery life, um, this was a nice little tip from the Ricardo gaming video that that we'll have linked in the show notes this week. Um, Mm. What he did when he landed on the platform, he then um, got out in his SRV, then dismissed his ship Mm -hmm. and basically left his SRV parked on the landing pad as a kind of... um, Yeah, that he uh, something he could run back to to get... Is that getting targeted by scouts and stuff? No. They ignore that. No, up on the landing pad, it was safe, so you could just the, leave it the there as a handy recharging station. Yeah, I've got a grade three Artemis suit, but I've got no upgrades for it. Yeah, I mean, even just like taking it up a few grades is is great. Will you will well. be able to survive the grade three suits? But um, yeah, it's well, all I've got is grade three <laughs> suits, so it's going to have to do. Does it help yeah, survive well, the fall? I I survived the fall with no boosting, and I think I was down to about twenty five percent health. And what's I, your suit? Grade three. Grade grade three RT, yeah. Okay. I boosted and I didn't um I could have I didn't take I, I didn't take any damage at all and it slowed me right down. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah I'm um, sure it, it was really, really my, good. My landing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's it's really fun. Um I I can't stress enough that it's really, really it's still really, really fun. Um and it's making me excited to log back into Elite again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is I mean, new for a little while. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, personally, I'm hoping that this is a, a, another turning point for the Thargoid War because um, I think I've made it quite clear over the last couple of uh, updates the fact that the AXI and the uh, and basically us commanders have been too good at making the Thargoid bubbles shrink. And I'm hoping that this will now turn around and make their bubbles expand again. And yeah, I do feel that as they expand out, they will be putting more of these matrix sites in. And if if we don't get rid of those sites quickly enough, then they turn into these Thargoid. Let, let's call them ports. I, I they they are. Oh, they they're called Thargoid spires. Yeah, spire settlements or whatever they are. So I'm I'm hoping that the Thargoid War has has it turned yet another corner and uh, humanity is going to be in the back foot again with lots of invasion systems for us to get involved with again because to be honest I I love those systems <laughs> I love that gameplay I want it back thank you mm. so yeah uh, so I, I think we'll just leave that there for the moment um, I think there's more coming we'll probably have a lot more to discuss over the next couple of weeks so uh, two thumbs up um, however, something did strike me this week that, um, as a mostly clueless section, you know how, uh, as of July, they said, uh, FDEV claimed that we'd only explored 0.059% of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which sounds like, oh, that's not much. Actually, just to give you an idea of how many systems have been explored, it's approximately 239 million <laughs> systems have been explored so far in the last nine years. Quite a lot. Yep. And that, oh, it, it just gives you, it, it goes back to the point uh, of where we were discussing, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, the video at the beginning about. Yeah, never knows best. His, the fact that yeah. him and his sidewinder for an hour just went a tiny, tiny little space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. As far as everybody's saying, why can't we go to Andromeda? Uh, we don't need to. We've we've still got this massive galaxy here that <laughs> it's it's huge. Um, we are going to roll over a question of the week because, as you can guess, there are so much going on that um, we didn't. We've had uh, so many answers. <laughs> I know we've had so many answers. It's a it's a very we went with a very generic question because we were in a um, we were in an update limbo. But if you want to weigh in with what your favourite ship is and specifically what makes it your favourite ship, either come to our Discord or go to our Twitter or and respond, and we will we will get to them. <laughs> maybe mm. next week. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Epi. All depends on what what else the Thargoids or FDEV decide to throw at us next week. Um, right. Uh, any other business? Well, episode one of the Dex Legacy Season 2 will be released on the 27th of October. Uh, for more information, you can go to thedexlegacy.com. Um, me personally, me and my son have decided that Thursdays at 6pm will be the usual time for him to educate me on how to be an F1 principal. <laughs> Which... It's, it's going quite well. Alpine's, we're doing better than Alpine is at the moment. So we must be doing something, right? Um, has anybody else got any other business? No. Nope. Right. No. <laughs> if 
that's the case, then uh, we'll just round out with a shout out. So, hello to our sister station, Hutton Orbital Radio, which broadcasts on a Thursday at 8.30. You can tune in at twitch.tv slash Hutton Orbital Truckers, or if you just want the audio, go to radio.forthemug.com. Uh, for the discerning commander who likes a bit of CQC action, <coughs> when it works, <coughs> um, you can check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash Elite Dangerous CQC. Uh, we'll give shout-outs to a couple of other uh, Elite Dangerous podcasts, where's the Guard Frequency, who cover other games as well, and of course the wonderful cheese-eating loose screws. Um, following this, we have the latest Galnet News Digest that's provided by Commander Witherspoon and Commander Beetlejude, and we'd just like to thank everybody who's chipped in on the Twitch chat, and um, Ben, Chris, have you had any in-game commanders joining you around the spires? So I, I was joined at the beginning by a commander, Poke Gustavo, but I don't think he had any clue who we are. Um, oh, right. So I think he was just a random. You know, I bumped into a random Poke person out in the black, and I didn't. I, I I failed at telling him to go and listen to Lave Radio. I mean, I know you, you did. You, you did him. <laughs> you did him a kindness, Ben. <laughs> One could argue that way. But he he was there, and we were having a nice little chat, and then he had to run run off back to the station. Fair enough. Right. Okay, so that is it for another episode of Live Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can con- you can find the contact links in the home slash contact us menu on the laveradio.com website. Uh, do let us know if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Live Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. So thanks to Ben. Thank you. Thanks to Alec. Thank you. Good night, all. Thanks to Psychit. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Get some sleep. No, no, because I wake up at three o'clock in the morning and go, oh, I haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't put Let's a fireball straight up some DC. No, this no, morning. no. It's like, no, what was it? What was it this what was it this morning that I woke up and went, oh, I woke up and I went, oh my god. The first people you meet are a fighter, cleric, rogue, and wizard. And I was like, oh, that's a quintessential D&D party. Uh, I mean, I must admit, just, just, just quickly as, as a, an aside, uh, um, I'm a lot further behind Baldur's Gate 3 than you guys for obvious reasons. But um, having played Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, and then starting Chapter 2 and meeting Jahira for the first time. Isn't there, it spectacular? There, there were manly tears. Yeah, isn't oh. it spectacular? Tracy oh. is amazing in that role. You will get more manual uh, manly tears in Chapter 3 as well, Colin. Hell yeah. Yeah. Depends, so, um, Depends if she survives Chapter 2. <laughs> no. So also, special thanks, of course, goes to today's tech specialist, the Chris Mark Fall. You're welcome. Yeah, you're all right. Right. You're he's, been right. doing some, he's been doing some wonderful um, camera angles for you all while uh, <laughs> Ben's been busy dying. <laughs> have I, I, I haven't actually. Have I died? No, I haven't died. Okay. Right. Well, until next time, commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous.
need a safe word. Galnet News Digest, 17th of October, 3309. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, we look at Thargoid Sparsites and Felicia Winter's victory over Jerome Archer. The bubble is still reeling from the arrival on Monday of the Thargoid Spires, which developed from the Barnacle Matrix sites. The 45 sites appear to be supply bases for the Thargoid invasion. Orthrus interceptors appear to be particularly common visitors, along with scouts, revenants and the new Banshee, which guard the sites. We still have limited information about the sites and about how their operation influences the invasion. There are, however, materials and other items that are collectible, some using an SRV and others on foot. Professor Palin has been writing to people who turn in interesting items to his base in the ARC system, encouraging them to collect more. It seems that it may also be possible to deactivate some parts of the complex, effectively sabotaging the Thargoid war effort. The Orthrus interceptors are using the supersized barnacles to rearm, so turning them off may restrict the Thargoid's ability to invade new systems. We're still learning how these mechanisms work. The huge flat platforms sticking out of the spires are unusually convenient for parking, even a very large spaceship, while exploring the interesting bioluminescent fungi and the similarly green interactable points on the walls of the spire. Commanders are encouraged to try out all the tools in their suits to see which might be effective in shutting down the Thargoid operation. The victory of Felicia Winters in the presidential election may make a huge difference to the Federation's domestic and international politics, but we won't see that in action until she assumes office next year. Winters, who leads the Liberal Party, won a slender victory over President Hudson's deputy Jerome Archer. 
When she assumes office, she's expected to undo many of the Hudson administration's more authoritarian changes, and she's expected to disband the Proactive Detection Bureau as well. Unusually, Winters was briefly the acting president before Hudson, following the disappearance of President Jasmina Halsey, after sabotage perpetrated by Hudson's crony, Admiral Vincent. Halsey, who is now a federal ambassador, was one of the first to congratulate Winters on her victory, alongside former President Antonia Madison. The other powers, with the exception of the Empire, were also quick to welcome Winters' victory, seeing her as someone open to inter-superpower cooperation. Members of Aegis expressed their hope that Winters will continue the unified approach to tackling the Thargoid invasion. Winter's new vice-president will be the veteran politician Isolde Rochester, who will help build support from those who formerly backed Hudson and Archer's hardline approach to domestic politics. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to. (laughs) 